welcome back to the zero strategy <laughs> podcast thank you so much for joining us it is good to be back uh we have a returning host today our special guest time. today <laughs> <laughs> um my name is Cody fly today i'm joined by my co-hosts unholy cyber hello grog mode hello and sir humps hello we hope you've been doing well hope you haven't missed us too much for the past couple of weeks we got lots and lots and lots to talk about um but first of all we'll do a little catch up i'm gonna do it in a different order because i want to save cyber till last grog how have you been doing what have you been up to grog wasn't ready he's like i would i'm not ready <laughs> i was come last that's fine i didn't i usually come first um so <laughs> i've been doing all right um yeah this week uh apex server shit the bed um oh. so didn't get to play any of that but i did um i started a new like city sim type game called uh industries of titan um which although it doesn't have the same sort of like moral complexity of frostpunk which ps uh sequel has been announced so if no one has ever played frostpunk before and you enjoy um any sort of like civilization-esque game you have to try it it's so good it's so the music isn't impeccable but um industries of titan is another really good game but it has a sci-fi setting so there's less of these like moral quandaries that where you have to like set policy for your your citizens but more like you really have to build a bunch of shit the cool thing is is that unlike where you just say okay i need to build a mine i'm gonna plop down a building here and it just does its job each of these buildings you can go inside of and you can like Tetris together like ways for them to work better inside. So it's like a game within a game. Uh, it's been good. Um, other than that, uh, Lauren was away for a week. So it's just me and the dogs and um, I survived. Um, she's back. So everything's good. Wow, yeah. Hot Pockets. No, they, they don't have vegan Hot Pockets. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just a lettuce. <laughs> it's just lettuce it's just tomato sauce it's just lettuce and cheese mm, delicious. microwaved <laughs> inside cheese. a dough vegan ball cheese obviously i'm not vegan i know i just like to say you are <laughs> <laughs> how about you humps how are you oh my gosh oh my god um i'm doing fine that's it i'm doing okay <laughs> no, nothing spectacular nothing uh horribly disappointing um i'm doing uh just okay i've been i've been streaming a little bit more uh trials is back in destiny 2 so taking i've been hopping slot? in that i say what you'd be taking my time slot okay well see i'm returning to my time slot and condi is for some reason in it now you I'm saw an opening it was like oh i don't i don't work at i'm not a postie anymore so <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and take this time slot that was already predetermined as mine. Um, but anywho, it's fine because, hey, look, Condi wants to play Trials and now he'll, <laughs> now he'll play games with me, uh, which is fine. Already, uh, I guess. It's, uh, I, mean, I mean, it's fun. We have good time. It's a killer on my KD, though. I will say that it is hard to play with Condi um, <laughs> whilst also trying to carry some people, you know, help people out. Um, I'm not I'm I'm pretty decent at the game, but I'm not like so good to where I can like double carry. Um so it was a lot nicer when uh Dennis is 
Dennis was. It, playing it's it's good to know that nothing's really changed between us all. <laughs> no, I Andy. love it. One of my favorite things in life is honestly just shitting on Condi. I don't know why. It just it it gives me this tingle, and it's probably because he's like a super nice guy, and just to shit on a super nice guy is funny to me, and it's funny to me because he's my friend. <laughs> It's gonna be if he really wasn't funny. Friend, it'd just be mean, I think, right? Yeah, definitely be mean if it's I didn't. It's gonna know. be really funny in December when he comes to Scotland and I just stand him up. Oh, please, <laughs> please, please! Dale's already DMing me, She's scheduling time off. Get the fuck out of here! You guys are so damn excited. It's not even funny. But yeah, if you didn't know that, that's news. Um, uh, tickets are booked. Uh, booked if you're uh, Scottish. Um, but me and the wife. My wife. Oh, me and my, my wife. wife. Like, you, you didn't set up Eve, geez, Eve, I, Eve needs to be here. <laughs> um, she she's a real good proponent uh, of that. Um, me and my wife, we are going to uh, we got our tickets booked. We're doing a big uh, EU trip because uh, one of our friends is having a, a destination wedding in Italy. Um, so we're just oh, like, well, fuck it. We're gonna make a we're gonna make a thing out of it. So uh, Wait, we're gonna be uh, with some Mario and Princess Toadstool are finally tying the knot. Is that? <laughs> Yeah. So who am I in this exactly? Bowser. I, I thought you were just you. I thought you were just you. I'm Bowser. <laughs> okay. Um, or apparently you're just been Bowser living on the streets. <laughs> you well, sound like it. you. Yeah. Ten miles of rough road right now. Uh, I need my Koopas. <laughs> um. But yeah. So we're going to Europe, and we'll be in Scotland for about five days. So we're going to be hooking up with uh, Condi and. The wife and probably other people. I think Condi, right? I think some other some Scottish people might be Hopefully. showing up for us. Yeah, it'd be oh, that'd nice be nice. To get it'd a be fun. Night out with everyone. It'd be a good time. Yeah. Now uh, that I know I'll... that you're coming back in December, I'm kind of slowly trying to tweak my plans a little bit. Hey. I'm back in January, oh, so shit. I'm like, mm, I want to see him. Yeah, you need to... need to figure it out. I think, yeah, we leave the. I don't know about the dates. I don't need to tell you all the dates, but I'll tell you the dates later. You don't need to know my flight plans. You know what I'm saying? Just know we'll be there. But other than that, so the tickets are booked. We're good on that. But other than that, day-to-day uh, uh, -day things, we've been doing a lot of things in the house. Actually, just a lot of uh, no remodeling. Um, I might have talked about this last time. I don't remember. But we're just doing um, just a lot of redecorating. So uh, I painted the entire living room, kitchen, and dining room. Um, it was a blast. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Well, the painting part was fun. The taping off part and getting everything like plastic wrapped. That was not fun. Well, anything that involves a gun, I think you're happy with. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Had, I used and a you paint had... gun, so it was fantastically <laughs> awesome. What is a sure. paint gun? Is it like uh, Splatoon? It's like a, IRL? It's like, yeah, it's like Splatoon. Like, you know how like cars get spray painted? Ah, uh, right. Okay, I see what you mean. It's so like it that, but for like other things. It's not like fully automatic shooting out which well, is, it's fully automatic is, but in no that sense globs. it is not at all like splatoon okay. it is not blobs no right it's like spray cannons paint. at our wall it's like spray paint <clears throat> i understand yeah 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 but without without that kind of like propellant that i mean honestly that paint. actually sounds like a really cool idea and i'm i might make a room out of that that sounds pretty <laughs> dope honestly but other than that i mean we've just been been trying to play a little bit more Destiny, trying to stream a little bit more if I can. Um, no uh, headway on any other parts of my life, but hey, we're hanging out. Um, 
we vibing. Uh, Condi, Condi, let's get Condi. Condi, what have you been doing? Yeah, I feel what like Cyber's got the big one to yeah, yeah. update us on. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have not been doing too much. As Grog said, Apex servers shit the bed. It's been broke for almost a week now, and I'm kind of over it. Um, I jumped back into trials. Had a great time last weekend. Not so much fun this weekend. Um, so we'll see on that. Um, Why not a... this weekend? Say again. What happened? What, like, what happened this weekend? It's a long and complicated story. I mean, we can get into it, but like, let's oh, it's get not the even... intros you out just, of the way. They just changed the matchmaking and how it works. So now it's like... Oh, so like if you go flawless once, you get put into the, the different kind of group yeah 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 but like yeah people don't like it, it it's it and blows my mind. Is just kind of weird yeah it blows my mind because as a bunch of people on twitter said last weekend was like the single most successful weekend of trials they've had in a very long time and someone at bungie decided let's change it <laughs> for no reason it's, it doesn't make any sense to me specifically on that because people are like oh it's way easy now what do you mean it's easy you're still playing against seven teams you know what I mean? you still have to play against seven teams and win against seven teams yeah a population you, you, you still need a is street. finally big enough to where you're not just playing the hardcore the yeah. and the cheaters and the cheaters a lot of the cheaters are most of the cheaters Here's gone Here's the and thing, so you, like, even without like a uh, competitive mode like Trials or, or Ranked or whatever game it, we're talking about, player population in a live service game is the lifeblood of that game. Yeah. If any game where it is multiplayer and specifically those where you have to play against someone, because you figure PvE, if you load into a Destiny instance on a planet and you can have what up to nine people like per instance, like if you just happen to be there and there's like one other person, you're not really going to note it. You know what I mean? Like, you, like yeah. there could be nine people there or one other person there. You're not really going to notice for PVE, but for PVP where teams have a size and there's like a, an expectation for how the lobby is supposed to be full. If you don't have a full lobby, you don't have a happy gaming population because, and then, you know, it's kind of a cascading effect at that point. But, when, um, when, when, when Connie says like most successful, we're talking like it was nine hundred and nine percent like, better than the last season yes, of trials. It was it was seriously like an maybe maybe a few hundred teams a weekend up to seventy thousand. Yeah, ridiculous increase, and it dropped off this weekend big time. <laughs> it, and it dropped, dropped off, off a lot, off twenty <laughs> over twenty five percent, which is wild um but hey we'll see anyway other than that i took the weekend last weekend which is one of the reasons i wasn't on the podcast to redo my office Um, we've also been doing a bit of redecorating in the house and uh i decided it would be a good idea my desk used to be over there behind me um so i just ripped everything out reorganized the whole office got my nice new neon sign on the wall and um that was a long and honestly horrible day (laughs) or a couple of days because you know you start out and you're like this is going to be great you know we're going to do a fresh start and then once you've spent four hours getting everything out of the room it's like i don't know man and then trying to connect up all the pcs and monitors again because i did it once and then forgot how to do it and then nothing worked <laughs> it was a nightmare but we got but it i'm sure eventually. now that you've like sort of rehooked everything together your cable management is exceptional right like you had the opportunity oh yeah like... i'm sure your cable management cyber is fantastic how, right now. um how, how <laughs> what have you been up to for the last little while <laughs> i want to talk about your cable management <laughs> I, bought, <laughs> I bought a box a cable box and i figured that's the easy way out right <laughs> did, you, did you install it 
Not yet. It's uh, it's still in the Amazon wrapping downstairs. <laughs> but I'm going to put all the cables in the box and it's going to look neat and tidy. <laughs> you had one opportunity to do it as you were doing it. Now it's going to be I'm a nightmare. I'm not one to talk. My cables different... are absolutely atrocious. <laughs> my PCs, I was just looking. I was like, Ugh. My PCs used to be on carpet, which I know is not good. Now they're both up on the desk, but now cables that worked previously aren't long enough. So they're like stretched uh, across the desk. I can't manage them. And I don't have replacement cables that are longer all of a sudden. So it's a it's a mess. It is a, it's, if anything Yeah, that's worse. why you have Amazon. If anything, it's worse than it was. But I'm gonna put it all in a box and forget about it. I'm gonna share something really funny real quick. Our next door hey, neighbor inductive when uh, he interference. when he first moved in, he was the he's a nice enough guy. He's just a little weird. Um, but he's the guy who, like, within the first three days, like, asked us to borrow a cup of sugar and asked <laughs> us to borrow, like, flour. And we're just like, is he just playing out a rom-com? Like, is this, like... Is <laughs> this uh, he's going to murder you in your sleep. That's what yeah, that so, means. So we... Yeah. So, and then, like, later he asked for, like, like uh, two weeks after that, he asked if he could borrow a muffin tin. And we're just like, okay. I'm starting, I've never had a neighbor like this where they just want to borrow everything. He has our... Because uh, when we moved in, our wife and I, I mean, he's literally like our door faces his door. We were like, here's our phone number. You know, if if you're away and you need somebody to like check on your mail or whatever, like let us know. And he texted, he started texting us requests for things. But uh, two weeks ago, he said, do you have an HDMI cable I could borrow? And I'm oh, thinking, shit. motherfucker, you don't borrow an HDMI cable. Like if I gave you an HDMI cable, that's not leaving your house. Because whatever you're hooking it into is not temporary. Well, that's why you like, reply, you're like, oh, you like having a party and need an extra cable for like a projector screen or something like that. And then he's like, uh, no, I need it for my PlayStation. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> he's like, actually, make sure it's uh, 2.1 at least. <laughs> Dude, so what's funny is Lauren summarily just responded, no, we don't. Even though we have probably six Thousands. like yeah. spare HDMI cables. I told her, I said, if he ever asks again and you did want to concede on this one thing, give him the one 15-foot HDMI cable that I have <laughs> that I don't use anymore. And she's like, why would I give him that? I said, because it's the most ungainly, thick, insulated monster one that I've got. And it would be a nightmare to like, <laughs> like, it's like ro it's like coils of rope. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, let's just get, we, we would give him that one. She's like, why? I was like, just to be petty. <laughs> like a double odd gauge. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, yes, cyber has been God, feels like years. What have you been up to? Tell us all about it. I think it's been it. about 3 months since I've last been on the podcast. It, it feels weird. Feels weird being up this early. Not going to lie. Yeah, he's um, you're in the same time oh, zone yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, this is the first time he's waking up waking up for the podcast. <laughs> it feels weird. So the hangovers will be him. even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, Cyber's gonna be missing a lot more, I think, or Cyber's gonna just be Cyber's not hung over. That uh, hi, this I is know why Cyber. I keep drinking. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Cyber won't be hung over. <laughs> so literally the last like three months has always been we'll go out for one drink and then usually the sun's coming up. Um, so I'm gonna have to stop that. I'm getting a little bit too old for that shit. But uh, yeah, you you got kids now, man. I do. I do the ferrets. I have four <laughs> ferrets now, which are like right there. <laughs> Mary, Mary is in this perpetual cycle of uh, not waking up and always nudging me because uh, the ferrets are awake. So I'm usually yeah, up at gotta six. Gotta get him up, get breakfast for him and shit. 
I'm usually in bed by like four or three, so I'm running on two hours worth of sleep. So are by you the way, co are you co-sleeping or do they have their own room? Room, own room. So they're in here. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's nice. I would, in my in my mind's eye, I just pictured a bassinet. For <laughs> yeah, right next to Cyber's side. <laughs> well, they actually roam. They roam the entire house, bar like the wardrobes and shit like that. So sometimes they sleep with us. That's cute. Yeah. How's any your cable management? Because like, <laughs> I remember, because I, I remember oh, you had some issues where uh, one of them got into some wires and shit, right? Oh yeah. So the PC's been up for about a week. I've literally catched four ferrets on here maybe 50 times and i don't understand how they keep getting up i have this shitty like chair from walmart until i get like they're 14 a, a inches long and they can climb like a motherfucker that's all they <laughs> yep. do you know what i mean of course <laughs> so every like we have a they're taller than condi full stretch <laughs> <laughs> We have a dining room, and literally, like, he can lift himself up on the chair, navigate his body, lift himself up, and then he's just eating our food, and it's like... Yeah. But apart they from that... They get big, and they just start eating your food. It's a, it's a pain <laughs> in the ass, man. Wait till they start school. <laughs> Wait till they go to college. I was going to say that. <laughs> it, gets, it gets a little easier, because then you have some free time, but, you know. But apart from that, I have just been on vacation, man. Like, weed is legal in Canada. Oh, so, interesting. Um, so, uh, well, we'll yeah, be visiting it's... Cyber quite soon. <laughs> so, literally, just, just been spending time with family and just, it's been insane. I'm, I was I'm, actually uh, the closest I was ever to Cyber a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And he didn't we were come probably with, we were, I, I wasn't allowed to. Canada wasn't open yet. It was, uh, it was like a couple days before they opened. It is, but you have to travel by flight. It's stupid. Like, you can get in the country flying, oh. but you cannot drive through the... Like, how does that make sense? I wasn't going to cool. book a flight to cross a river. <laughs> it's probably cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> I like this uh, trend of, like, Humps is almost near all of us. Yeah. You can never get quite... <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, he was at the, he was at the yeah. Philadelphia airport, like, on a layover for, like, two hours. And he's like, yeah. come see me. And this and I'm fool like, wouldn't come see me. I would have left the security station, you know? I wouldn't have made you gone through. I didn't... That, that seemed... I don't know why, but it seemed like that was... I messaged him on stream, and he wouldn't stop streaming. To come and <laughs> God damn it. But and then yeah, Cyber but... wouldn't go to freaking Niagara Falls just to wave his hands. I mean, it's like an eight-hour drive. Oh, is, oh that's okay. Yeah, it's pretty far. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, it's it's, it's like it's like a solid 30, 35 minutes to the airport for me. So, you know, that would have been a lot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, fuck UPS, because they oh. pretty much destroyed everything. Everything that I have is either wet because for some reason it went through a fucking hurricane or it's scratched. Like my GoXLRs missing buttons. The screens are scratched. And you should have did seen you package these yourselves or did someone else package them up? My, my mom done it and like I kid you not, I think she used about three miles worth of bubble wrap. No, no shit. So she did well. Like each screen had yeah. bubble wrap about that thick either side and it mm. still got damaged. Damn. Like man. they must have just been yeeting it off the fucking plane <laughs> to the next destination yeah. because <laughs> fuck me. And like it was so wet. Like Every single piece of clothing that we had was soaking. 
So I'm surprised the monitor's even turned on. Yeah, that's not that kind of wet humps. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> kind of zoned off for a second. But uh, the only gripe that I have is Monster is extremely expensive in uh, North America. Hey, but you UK? have you have better than Monster because I was in Canada once, and you have this fantastic energy drink um, called well, which I think. Okay, I was not. Is that that's that a drink? No. Okay. <laughs> no, but a lot of people in Canada use that as an energy drink. Oh, I figured that okay. out. Is that a, is that a big Canada? That's a big Canada Fuck thing. Me, <laughs> um, like no, the, Beaver the Buzz. <laughs> I thought that was a uh, hilarious yeah, Buzz. name. Oh my Beaver God. Buzz. I just think that's funny. You know, you know it's got maple syrup in it. Jesus. You know it's got maple syrup in it. Of course it does. <laughs> it checks out. And you got uh, Hortons. Tim Hortons? Uh, Tim Hortons. Timmy Hortons. Uh, the coffee's kind of mediocre. Coffee box? Yeah, it's... Mm. <laughs> We've got one in Scotland now. There's one in uh, Glasgow. Is there Tim there's Hortons one? in Scotland? Dude, there's yeah. one by me. We get coffee. Yeah. No, shit. Sometimes. Yeah, no shit. No shit. Yeah, little wow. Timmy Hortons. But, but they, they don't... <laughs> Timmy they don't, they don't sell Canadian stuff. They sell, like, British stuff. It's kind of pointless. They Like, oh. you know how, like, when you come here, you oh. get, like, soup and a sandwich. You get, like, the poutine, all that kind of stuff. In the UK, it's, like breakfast sandwiches and like it's just it's pointless poutine fries bruv yeah yes yeah, do they have a one dollar they're so good upside i lived in upstate new york for a while which was, it was like three hours from the canada canada border and like so a lot of so stuff I, came down and the poutine fries oh I'll, I'll get a little bit personal for the last three months right all we have been doing every single day is drinking and eating right Drinking and eating. I, I put on 50 pounds. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I had to go back to the gym. <laughs> like, it has been insane. Like, you, you drink, like, I don't know, about 5,000 calories worth of, like, alcohol every single night. And it's just... Yeah. It, 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 it adds quick. <laughs> yeah. I had, I had that phase when I got out of the military. <sighs> I just started... Gulp, gulp, gulp. And I was like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, I took a picture of me and my daughter. And I looked at the picture on my phone. I was like... Dear goodness, who the fuck is that? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Condi, when you visit Putin, I'm going to get you, like, smoked meat Putin. Oh, you will never goodness. want to go back. I don't know what that Scotland. is. That sounds amazing. That's, so smoked meat, right? Uh -huh. Done slowly. Undisclosed meat? Or is there, like, an animal? <laughs> you can get other kinds. You can get chicken. You can get beef. What's, you like, bring your own? <laughs> yeah, it's B Y O B. B bring your own beef. <laughs> so it's poutine is cheese curds, gravy, and chips. Okay. But it's fucking good. I believe you. I'll believe you. Trust me. You're gonna enjoy it. Well we're glad to have you back. Um we got a lot of Twitch things, a lot of Twitch news to talk about, which we should dive into. Um, Absolutely. I want to start. Thing. I want to start off with the um, the news of a couple of notable streamers leaving Twitch and going to YouTube, which is uh, Doctor Lupo and Tim the Tapman. Both Who? both announced uh, that they are basically they signed deals and they are uh, exclusively streaming on YouTube Gaming now. Um, Omg! One of the incredible points to note is they did actually say they got lowballed quite badly by Twitch. So Twitch got a little bit too comfortable. Didn't think they would leave, and they went, 
Fuck well, you. Well, here's the thing. We're going to play with Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> I, I remember when the whole Mixer thing came about, Lupo was, I believe he was quoted saying something along the lines of, I wouldn't want to leave Twitch because Twitch is where all this charity stuff happens. And that's obviously a big part of his stream. So I was kind of shocked to see him move to YouTube, but obviously YouTube's a different platform to what Mixer is. And uh, I believe he well, says- on YouTube, I mean, YouTube's a great place for, I mean, they do a lot of charity. A lot of people do a lot of yeah. charity stuff there. I like mean, it's a, I mean, I think you have even more access. That's a, probably a better move for Dr. Lupo, honestly, because you have more access to people that and they've wouldn't got established, necessarily go to Twitch. They've got established channels, both these guys as well on YouTube. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah. But they, um, he, he was, he was quite happy saying that he was paid enough money by YouTube where he can comfortably just live his life. He, money time with family. <laughs> he doesn't have the pressure anymore. He can, he can afford to, you know, spend time with his, nice. his family and stuff. So, uh, and I think probably the same for Tim. Um, I imagine. And yeah. yeah, they both mentioned that they were lowballed by Twitch with their, uh, their contracts. So, uh, very interesting to say the least. And yeah, uh, Dr. Disrespect, he's super happy that him and he's got his, he's got his buddy back. Yeah. And, and he's uh, soon Twitch. Yeah. I was going to mention that too, because I, that was kind of a semi semi new news, uh, recent news. Uh, there was a clip of him on his stream where he said, we did find out what it was. We know why they did it. And that's why we're, uh, <laughs> soon the fuck out of them. <laughs> <laughs> so from, from he didn't say what it was, view, but though, he did say yeah, that his team does know what it is. If you think yeah. about it, though, he, yeah, he, he did say he's known for a few months. Yeah. If he knows the reason why, you see, he knows I, don't that he, he, I honestly don't think he did. I, I don't think, I think he knew. I think he had an idea. I think he might have had some ideas, but I don't didn't think know he the knew, specifics. Knew. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I think now that he knows, and now that he knows that it's going to be public, I don't think he gives a shit if, like, all the details come out there. If it was going to be something, like, really bad, you know, like, if we're talking, you know, the unspeakable shit that happened then fuck knows what it could have been well i mean it, i don't think he would be even saying we're gonna sue the fuck out of him exactly well, because you if, figure if, unless he, if he opens a lawsuit like that's gonna be in the legal brief that stuff will be public information mm -hmm. like people you know like people will get the the details of the yep. like plaintiff and defendants information you know as per the case and so he seems exactly. fine with that so well, whatever it is why... it doesn't seem like it's character uh, yeah i think it's moving it's moving away from the whole like you know the internet goes down that rabbit hole where oh did he like sexually assault somebody or like did this happen at twitchcon and all this shit and now i think it's more in the realms of business maybe he was speaking to the wrong people while he was in an exclusive contract and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's more down, down that route. I have a fear that we're just never going to know because I <laughs> I have this suspicion that it's going to be settled out of court because if Twitch did do something wrong, they don't want people to know that, right? And if the doc did something wrong, he's not going to want people to know that. He wouldn't be suing them if he felt like he did something that was going right. to affect yeah. his, his brand. But so to me, it's like Twitch is has they've worked hard to make sure that doesn't get out. Whatever that's happened, true. they've worked yeah. very hard because we all know on the internet it's been over. But a they're going to know. Year. Someone's going to have to know eventually because he knows, and the NDAs or whatever they signed are only for so long. It's not a permanent NDA. So eventually, but you could know, that whatever not it be is, part of the. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not a lawyer, right? But if they settle out of court, can they not have it in the terms that they are not allowed yeah. to speak about it? 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, only if he um, signs up to it. Only if he signs right. up to it. It obviously depends if the dog's willing to take a settlement. But, but a lot of out-of-work settlements have their I mean, own that, NDA. That, that yeah. whole thing affected his whole livelihood. He he was forced to go to YouTube. He didn't get a YouTube, you know, I mean, I don't know if he got a YouTube offer or not, but I mean, he he had to go to YouTube. It wasn't an option yeah. for him. So he like, he's on like if he want, if he's the revenue mad enough well. about it, if he's mad about it, uh, mad enough about it, he can be like, hmm, no, 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 no. I'm Doctor Disrespect, brother. Like you know, it's it's not like he's a small small size dude to where like he can't combat Twitch. Here's he a, can. Here's another thing to consider, is and I'm 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 putting on a bit of a tinfoil hat here, but there's no reason to also assume that there's anything behind this either, because he still has said nothing, which obviously from a legal standpoint, he would be advised by his legal counsel not to say, make a public statement as to what the matter is so as to not, you know, like put his foot in it. However, it's not uncommon for people to say things, especially things that are attention grabbing to get themselves back in the news cycle. I mean, like, you know, I'm not I'm not suggesting that there's nothing to it. We do know that he was let go. We know that, you know, at the time, both he and Twitch said that they were not disclosing why Uh, he says that he knows now. But literally, there's been all this like think about how much we've how little we've been talking about it here, but how much of it's taken up of our time. And yet, like literally no new information has been gained at all since he literally (laughs) departed the platform. Nothing has happened. So in that sense. I have to wonder if at some level this could be just a, a, a tactic simply just to, you know, keep himself, you know, covered on the pages of, you know, whatever esports YouTube channel, you know, wants to talk about it. Hmm. Um, somebody asked in chat uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Dr. Disrespect was um, one of the larger Twitch streamers um, on the platform and uh, definitely the largest at the one of the largest at the time for Call of Duty and uh, PUBG and, and other shootery kind of games. Um, he has this kind of like over the top 80s action hero persona. He's definitely like rocking a personality. He like kind of cosplays in his streams and stuff. And um, he was really popular, but he just disappeared from the platform. Um, and at the time, uh, it was very sudden. Uh, his last stream was there was like no final really there's no final send off or remarks. It was just kind of like, oh, um, all right, well, take it easy. And then he just was gone. And he was never disclosed as to why. So um, that's just so that people understand who we're talking about. But yeah, I mean, I guess for me, it's like I think it's interesting, but also like we know fuck all about. Nothing, nothing new has come to light. Yeah, like literally nothing new. Just him just saying, well, I, I now mean, know. confirmation that he knows is new. Yeah, because you're just under the assumption that like Condi, he probably already knew for yeah. like from the beginning. Well, I, 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 I suppose I think it's the specifics that he didn't know. Yeah, I think the fact that he's open to saying on his stream, we know the reason and we're suing them means that, you know, in his mind, he's not in the wrong yeah for it um and you know as much as you know i like twitch as a platform the i've heard a lot from bigger creators about twitch can be very petty with things um and you know we've seen this now with you know even the fact that they're willing to lose two of the very very big creators to youtube because they're lowballing them in their uh in their their offers It, it feels like very it feels like twitch 
at like maybe the top management level feels very comfortable and confident and is maybe just willing to kind of sweep some stuff under the rug and just you know mm. to to suit their wants and needs without really considering that you know they really need to fucking step up because all it'll take is a few more people to move and i i guarantee you more streamers will be moving to youtube more probably more big names um here's the here's YouTube the make thing a few updates i know i'm moving to youtube i have already moved i, I, I think cover. i think some points of consideration are uh twitch like any large organization is not a monolith we talk about twitch and we use we talk about it as a singular entity but you know and i'm i'm this is not me you know trying to take the bullet for mr president here but i am you know there are there are tiers of teams and and the the teams that are working on x part of twitch and people that are working on y part of twitch and z part of twitch like they are not all necessarily you know like they're not working under the same ethos so yeah there could be people uh in upper management who you know are happy to keep the purse strings a little tight and you know maybe they could have had a, a, a more competitive contract for these guys um but i don't think that that i think i think often as we get caught up in these discussions of the platform it can be i guess i just want to remind us that like it can be easy to look at the platform in total as a monolith and then pin whatever dissatisfaction we have onto it but i think that there are plenty of people working at twitch who do really care about the platform they care about their creators um i would say that like the other thing we know is that it wasn't just that these guys may or may not have been lowballed um you know because they said they were so they were but um we also know that they're con they wouldn't be have been able to left leave twitch were their contracts not t coming to a close yeah. right so when this news came to light i i looked at it exactly as when mixer poached shroud and ninja it's the same thing it's just this is healthy competition it's a good thing that they left it's not a good thing i'm not saying like good be gone with them which you know like that's not the point ironically anyway. God no no, no. ironically wow. the the rapper soldier boy shit talked tim oh tim the tap man and said oh, like this? he yeah. said he fucking sold out it's a ridiculous oh, video please oh. look it up yeah, he's I'm he's gonna... standing in his chair jumping up and down because he's a, he's a he's a streamer now right he's streams he's a, yeah, he's, yeah. An, he's, he's a, a streamer he's a <laughs> anyway um the, the clip is amazing He's something. The clip is amazing <laughs> in how awful and ridiculous it is. But um, but long story short, their contracts came to an end. And this is just, you know, YouTube throwing its hat in the ring and poaching content. And honestly, I think it's good for both companies. I'm not saying that, oh, you know, good, you know, Lupish. Like, these were good guys. They did good things for the platform. I mean, fuck, like, Lupo brought so much attention to the platform by way oh, of yeah. his charities for St. Jude's. I mean, Twitch gave him like some crazy matching. They gave like a, a million or 1.5 million matching dono like during one of his bigger like yeah. St. Yep. Jude streams. Yep. Like they've done amazing things and they also brought a lot of good eyes to Twitch. So they did good stuff for us. Um and and I wish them well on YouTube. I just think that from like a, an industry standpoint, this kind of stuff is always going to happen i expected that it would happen just like a you know you know when with with mixer setting a precedent taking content the way or taking content creators the way they did 
it's just a given. Um, and as more and will more people be going? Yeah, I don't think the exodus is over, but I think the exodus is only going to be happening not from lots of little small people who are either micro partners or not even partnered going to YouTube. That's not where we're going to see people really slip away. It's going to be other big content creators whose contracts have ended and they're, you know, like being, you know, given a better contract. I mean, that's that's this is just business. 100%. Um, and we just don't know. I guess I guess for me, there's no reason to speculate like what Twitch is or isn't doing because we just don't know. Were they being lowballed? Maybe. But I mean, like, you know, this may mean that Twitch will invest more in contracts who are ending and maybe those people will get better money. I'm I just think that this is probably a good thing, but I don't know. I, I don't think they will. I want to make predictions a little bit on, on who else we think will go. I feel like the obvious one is Nick Merckx, but that might be too obvious. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling like YouTuber after the kind of sort of more brand friendly. I think people like Pokimane could go to YouTube. Uh, people that I have established YouTube channels. Like XQC is not going to go, right? Like, no. but I think people that are brand friendly, that are already in contracts with Twitch, and that are like gamers. I feel like people like Nick Merckx, Pokimane, that kind of crowd could go. Maybe, yeah. maybe Summit. I don't know about Summit, but I have he, a feeling. He's, what about your, about uh, what about your, uh, your uh, boyfriend? Um, Ludwig. Ludwig. Yeah. What do you think? I don't. Okay, first of all, not my boyfriend. Okay, kind of weird. But, he wishes. Um, I we haven't texted in days. I don't think. Is he playing hard to get? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people like. And I kind of look at them as some of like the new wave of like younger creators coming up, like Mizkiff, um, Ludwig, and that whole crowd. I don't necessarily think they'll go because I think a lot of their content's not necessarily gaming centric. A lot of these guys are just like just chatting and and things like that on their streams. And I, for some reason, I just feel like that's not what YouTube's after. I feel like taking people like Lupo and Tim shows that they're kind of maybe looking for those like gaming. I might be totally wrong. That's just my feeling. I don't think those kind of people are going to be going over. I think you're looking at this sort of gamer uh, streamers more more likely. That, that's just my opinion. I don't think you'll I see Bloodwick go. I think I think you're right because the the gamer streamers as opposed to the just chatting streamers, like the gaming streamers, are, have the potential to turn around more revenue because they're going to. There's more there's more avenues for them to get into. Um, you know, deals with game companies and products and like, you know, we're like somebody who's just just chatting, you know, they might have a brand sponsorship. But I mean, you figure like, you know, Tim's fucking eating Chipotle on stream talking about, you know, <laughs> how he's sponsored by Chipotle and how much he likes Chipotle. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so it, it's they're you know, like they're going to be able to fucking push monster energy drinks. You know what I mean? Like there's things that just are kind of an easier sell, I think, to a gaming audience. Um, and so I think that's going to be... I mean, even down to it, they literally call it YouTube Gaming. Yeah. You know what I mean? The streaming platform site of YouTube. Yeah, it's not too, YouTube it's Streaming. YouTube gaming. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, true. Yeah. So I think people that have more of a vested interest in the other areas of Twitch, with like the IRL streams and things like that, I don't know. I just don't think... And video on, video on demand content for gaming does well. Whereas video yeah. on video on demand content for just conversational chatting, that kind of stuff.
can do really well. But usually if you look at the channels that are successful, it's like psych to go or like, you know, channels that are, 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 you know, like breaking down, you know, science and education and things like that, or Lines, you know, psychology, toys. philosophy. Yeah. Like it's not going to just be some. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I agree with Condi a hundred percent. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I think in the next <clears throat> few weeks we'll see a couple, a couple more. Um, I think I think in the next six months, like the fallout is is obviously going to be clear because it's a very, it's a huge coincidence the fact that Doctor Disrespect learned why he came off Twitch a couple of months ago, and Tim the Tapman and Doctor Lupo decided to leave, knowing full well that like. They, they were pretty good friends at one point. If not, they were playing almost every single day um, or every single time that they streamed. Maybe they just learned some information that Twitch maybe was being a bit scummy. The, there's, you can, all, you can only that. speculate. That I mean, I can, I can, to... Those could all be factors as well, too. I mean, because yep. like if if you got to figure if Dr. D found out, he, pro he probably told Tim, you know what I mean? Like he probably, yeah. Tim probably knows about it and being like, that's kind of bullshit or maybe, and, I don't know. I'm, you know, there's all speculation. And, and now we're into the realms of like, we were talking about this right before, like humps spent like a few times away from, uh, sorry, a, a, a bit of time away from streaming. So like he didn't speak to any of us really. But now we're in the realms of IRL is a, a huge factor, especially with like all the disposable income that these streamers have. And Nick Merckx had uh, a barbecue where he invited a shitload of content yeah. creators. When this becomes a factor as well, lips get loose. People start talking about details and probably everyone knows now. Not a sponsor. You know? <laughs> I wish. For audio listeners at home, he, 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 he held up an alcoholic <laughs> beverage when he said this. So, like, I, I don't think, ND, like, somebody said in chat, I think it was uh, Ginger, that NDAs just aren't really a thing anymore. You know, like, the weight behind them, people have got, like, lawyers that can get them completely out of it now. So... I think lips are loose. I think more details will come out in the well, next. I mean, few it's weeks. not even necessarily that. It's just, I mean, the matter. If I sign an NDA, I'm still going to tell my wife. You know what I mean? Like, you're still <laughs> probably going to tell somebody. Yeah, and and no one like I, I've been to these conventions. Like I've been to like meetups with streamers. Everyone talks about everything. It doesn't matter how secret it is. Like everyone talks. Everyone's like a little little schoolgirl when it comes to gossip and shit like that <laughs> it's it's gonna come out it is it, it doesn't matter if there's an nda we're gonna find out eventually but i have a feeling that it's not gonna be that bad it's gonna be some minute detail where the felt the need to get rid of them and then yeah you know okay. we're well, never gonna talk is... about it again we're gonna have to find something else to talk about which, it's gonna be dmts again which honestly it's why i think that like this is just a load of nothing like when he's saying he knows i'm sure he knows but it's like, who gives it? We don't know anymore. Like it, it really is. You well now. Now that you know that he knows, that's that's literally it. Like you could sum up in one breath I've the news cared. update for the last year. Last year for Doctor Disrespect, he now knows. That's it. I know it's intense. Stop. It's intense. Yeah, I know it's wild it's intense, stuff, bro. But yeah, that's that's the thing is I think like when you do get down to it, we don't know anything more than we did no. before, and it is. I think the sensationalism is in the speculation because you could you could speculate anything. 
you could speculate you know it 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 probably is going to be relatively mundane it's going to be something contra- contractual and like who gives a shit i like i just that's just like whatever yeah <laughs> i think it is more interesting that that lupo and and tim left but like you know courage you know jd like you know he wanted to bring in those guys as well and he's you know he was an early uh person into youtube in terms of like being on their gaming uh side so you know like I think we'll see more phase people, you know, go to uh, YouTube, but like, whatever. I mean, that's, it's not surprising. It's just, it's all business at the end of the day and just making money. Yeah. I know we have a lot of topics to cover. There's one other kind of side to this that I wanted to bring up a little bit uh, and talk about, because I haven't really seen many people talking about this. Um, it kind of relates in the sense that, you know, YouTube is trying to grab some of these big name creators and drag them over to uh, their platform. I received an interesting email from Trovo. If you've heard of the uh, the platform Trovo, it basically not until looks, you mentioned it. It looks nope. exactly yeah, until like you, Twitch, but it's it's one of these newer. Well, it's been around a little while now, uh, but it's another streaming platform. And they sent me an email, and it seems like they're doing this kind of blanket offer to streamers now. Um, and there's a lot of details to it, but the, the the bullet point really was that they said if you come to Trovo and you average thirty concurrent viewers up to 200 concurrent viewers will pay you a salary from $800 a month up to like $11,000 a month based on your concurrent viewership right which is insane <laughs> like there's no streamer yeah. on twitch averaging 30 viewers that's making $800 a month there's no way now the caveat to that was it said it was this they were running this program up until the end of 2021 um but i haven't i haven't really seen many people moving to trovo well yeah that's the thing like of course they're gonna have these really astronomical things that they're gonna do for like smaller streamers just to get people over because like i mean you got to figure even if you had 200 viewers on twitch you go to trovo you ain't having 200 concurrent viewers you know what i mean like unless your community was just like so into you they're like yeah, I'm into this Trovo thing now. I don't know. Now, yeah, to, to put a little context on it, it makes sense why Trovo exists and why these offers are also happening because oh, Trovo yeah. is owned by Tencent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for anyone who right. doesn't know, Tencent is a $20 billion Chinese multi- multinational technology company. Tencent is heavily invested in funding game development uh, mm-hmm. overseas as well as domestically. Um, Tencent is... It is it is a 600 pound gorilla in the room that, you know, like I think some people within the North American and, you know, the European games industry don't want to acknowledge. But like there's also. I guess like I look at it this way, what's the um, what's the what's that one foreign um, competitor, Alibaba, um, just like. How. Like, because they're are they a competitor to Facebook? Um, not sure. Like, let's listen see. to the website, it doesn't actually look that bad, but the top creator has less than 200 viewers. I just think it's interesting that they're still amazing, they're throwing a lot of money at that. I uh, granted, you know, I don't believe there's a chance that I could go over there and average the same viewers I get today, right? Not a fucking hope, but. Not with that attitude. I think there's people, (laughs) but I think there's people on Twitch that probably think, oh, 
you know, oh, I could get a salary of $800 a month. I'm going to go over there. And I still haven't seen people move, which is, I think, goes to show that just throwing money at it doesn't always necessarily mean people are going to come over. I, I just thought that was an interesting thing that popped up in my email box and, and and i never even considered it like i never thought twice oh i'm gonna move to trovo but it's funny because i wonder i just wonder what <laughs> what dollar amount is going to convince sort of these smaller creators to move over there because th there's no i mean th there's a reason trovo said oh it's up until the end of this year because that's not they're making a massive loss every month on that presumably i I wonder though if this is just them trying to reach out to like a Western audience to try and bring people in. Um, I misspoke. Alibaba is not like the 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 Eastern competitor to Facebook. Amazon. Uh, oh, okay. Alibaba is the tenth most valuable, one of the tenth most valuable corporations in the world. It's the thirty first largest public company in the world. Um, they they do numbers, and basically, I think that. It's easy to look at something like Trovo and um, say they're they're new. They're trying to put their hat in the ring, but their features right now and the 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 stock of of creators that they have right now is fairly weak by comparison to established platforms like Twitch and YouTube. Um, but I don't think that I think that they're trying to reach out to audiences that are overlapping with Twitch and YouTube right now. But like you have a whole um, international market that is not being like like Twitch and YouTube are not catering to those markets in the same way. Mm. And I think the Trovo could be I mean, TikTok blew up because I mean, TikTok is it is TikTok also Tencent? Um, I think so. Let me just double check. I think TikTok is also Tencent. ByteDance still owns TikTok, but the I think Tencent has some sort of doesn't matter. The point is you're, you're is that right I'm just there. trying I'm just trying to say that like there are foreign markets that like honestly we are completely ignorant of because we're just so far physically removed financially and geographically that I I think that Trovo may not feel like much of anything right now and we can get these emails and look at them and be like that seems ridiculous like who's going to go there to this budding platform but like it may not always be that way yeah. um and sure. and and also they there's a strong chance that they're probably trying to really develop um you know locally for eastern audiences and then if that does blow up then you know i mean it could be as big you know here as tiktok became you know like i, I just I, I wouldn't I wouldn't underestimate it now. Um, I mean, does it make sense to go now? No, but <laughs> yeah, um, it's 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 interesting. Just there's obviously there's a lot of platform jumping happening, and um, you know we've seen it kind of what fall was the in other on one? itself. D Live, Gilgamesh. I think Gilgamesh was a platform. That's Glimish. Sounds... Glimish. Glimish. Yeah, that was Glimish. it. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> but on yeah, this on, like, on so Trovo, there's a, there's actually a guy streaming. There's eight people streaming Destiny on Trovo. Um, one of which is averaging 44 now, 40 well 46 now. So I mean, this dude, if he's got that contract, I mean, he's the Destiny two streamer streaming to 46 people. Yeah, he's getting paid. He's getting paid. Oh. Yeah. 
it's it i just i just think it's very interesting and uh i wonder how, yeah American i mean too. honestly like what grog says i wonder how many people are like looking at moving over there because i mean again you, while, while i don't think it's it would be conceivable for like myself to move over there i think people probably will have to, some people will bound to have taken that email seriously and jumped over and i yeah it might be interesting to see in a year couple of years where that platform is um, mm, I think a lot of the, there's a lot of people in in the streaming space that are fickle when it comes to new platforms. Though, like I, I subscribe to like a couple of people, and like they say, "Oh, I'm gonna be streaming exclusively on YouTube now." And then, like, obviously, when Mixer was a thing, they went back to Mixer, and then they went back to Twitch, and it's yeah. like, where the fuck do I go to like watch? Well, so that's shit? the thing. It's kind of it, it, it. I don't think it really matters necessarily to like smaller. I, I think it only matters like. If you're bigger and you have a community, your community is probably going to follow you. So it doesn't really matter. And YouTube's big enough to where everyone probably already has YouTube. It'll be an easy transition. Yeah. For people who are just yeah. getting into streaming, I feel like if they're just getting into streaming, they're more familiar with Twitch streaming. So they're probably going to hop into Twitch anyway. They may, you'll have a few that go to YouTube anyway. But I, I feel like there's probably a lot smaller number of people that are like, you know, 100 viewers down average, you know, moving over to YouTube. Yes, sorry, I was speaking French there. Uh, totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Yeah, it's. I think I think both what Humps and Condi said. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens in a year from now. I don't think it's going to be much different. I think they're going to still average kind of the same shit. I think Twitch is probably still going to be the dominant one unless they do some crazy shit. I think Twitch needs to do something to. Uh... To, yeah. to gain a bit of um public favor back i know everyone everyone's one, been one in the thing one thing that's not gonna happen that was my segue go ahead literally i would <laughs> so. say last year we said the exact same thing if twitch doesn't do something right now you know they're gonna lose a lot of content creators a year later two have left two major players have left well speaking right of now, things twitch... speaking of things that twitch has been doing um to try and set things right um twitch recently just started a lawsuit against two users uh based out of the uh, eu um that are linked to the hate raids that have been happening on the platform um so they are they're seeking legal action um against two specific they, they call them they call out their their handles yeah, um bitches in, because they don't know the real names yet, I believe. That was in the thing um, that they'll change. But it says... Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so basically... Um, don't say Twitch their names. They don't need that infamy. Twitch, Twitch has instituted several charges aimed at, aimed at mitigating hate raids. Uh, this is from Wired. Uh, in a long, well, medium-ish article in Wired magazine. Uh, company says it had banned... It has banned thousands of accounts over the month, creating new chat filters, and has been building channel-level ban evasion detection. Um, but stomping out botters is a bit like playing whack-a-mole. The perpetrators continue to make new accounts while observing their online, obscuring their online identities to avoid accountability. Um, and so, you know, it's, you are playing this kind of like circus game of like for every, every so many, you know, fake accounts you squash, new, new ones pop up. And it's, it's this like, uh, constant race i mean it's like with any games company right now that is uh has a competitive scene with with hackers mm. like it's just it's it's an arms race is who can develop who can get out ahead of the other faction 
first, and it's it's hard. Um, but the lawsuit says that um, Twitch alleges that one of the um, persons cited is responsible for 3,000 bots associated with recent hate raids, um, and they, you know, they they have evidence where the person is caught demonstrating how bot software could be used to quote spam Twitch channels with racial slurs, graphic descriptions of violence against minorities, and claims the other fucked up stuff. Uh, long story short, though, is that they Twitch says they have evidence. Um, they are trying to pursue some action there. I, I think. I mean, I think Twitch is Twitch reactive rather than proactive. Yes, uh, I think that's almost like undebatable. But how, do you, I, how easy do you think it is to be proactive in this um, landscape? In that landscape, anyway. I well, I think in in regards to this particular. In, in regards to hate raids and the botting, it, ha- it you have to be you. It's you. There's so much proaction that can be done in terms of setting up safeguards, but you can only be reactive when those safeguards are bypassed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if I if you put in a speed bump on a road, you're being proactive against people. You know, doing sixty down a straightaway, but there'll be some jackass with fucking lifted you know, like suspension that's going to fucking hit that thing and doesn't give a shit. And it's like right, so the speed bumps only there until the speed bump works until it doesn't. So I guess I mean, that's kind of what they had. They had these certain things exactly. that were set in place. And then all of a sudden, this, this jackasses with a big ass truck drove over it. And so now they kind of have to build a bigger in short. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you either put in more speed bumps or you just literally radically change the the, the landscape of the road. Make it a U-turn um, for fucks. <laughs> <laughs> but that but that's I mean, I, I, I think I think most companies are. Are sometimes some are faster to pivot, yeah. but most, if not all, are reactionary. And when I work for the city of Philadelphia in terms of like municipal governance, like it's the same fucking thing. You know, year after year, if you had budget issues last year, you know, you're going to have budget issues next year. If you have Mm -hmm. employee issues this year, you're going to have employee issues next year. Um, It's not like they don't know. But for any major corporation, you reach a certain saturation point where they're. the, The supply chain and the and the the control of how the company operates is so extensive that you can't just pivot on a dime um i'm not forgiving twitch of anything but i think that it was interesting to see um all the people get fired up about the hate raids this summer on twitch and like realistically i thought if you just step back and look at it it's not like they aren't trying to do something about it they were being vocal about having been banning accounts it wasn't until this article ran in wired magazine from a from a credible source, because Wired is an established magazine that's been around for 30 years, um, that people started sharing that on Twitter. And I saw, saw people start to like, you know, simmer down a little bit and be like, all right, Twitch is finally getting off their ass and doing something. And it's like, this was this news broke, but like they were already doing that before the news. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. being reported now. But yeah. I, I, I do think that they care and they're doing stuff. But I mean, like, honestly, like. You know, we don't if you go on any website now and you sign up for something almost no matter how big or small be a, a banking institution or just like some one off, you know, uh, uh, like point to point, you know, like uh, uh, you're, you're just going to buy a T-shirt online. You have to sign up for something and you have to solve a CAPTCHA. You have to solve a little like picture thing because bots are fucking everywhere. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just don't think that people were being realistic in, in their assumption that Twitch was doing nothing and didn't care uh, regarding that the hate raids are happening. I think that they were abhorred that it was happening because if anything, they don't want to have that impact their ad revenue and they don't want to have that impact, you know, um, I mean, they advertise themselves as a as a family friendly platform and for any any channels that aren't family friendly you rate yourself as 18 or, or higher but like you know that's going to affect their brand perception and whether or not they can continue to secure, secure like ad contracts with people so i think that it's like i think they're doing stuff i just don't think we well, know yeah, about I mean, it. It, it and and the thing is it's like they're doing stuff and the whole reactionary side of it is like you know businesses in general government especially like it's a balance between setting up your speed bump and how much that speed bump costs, basically. So, like, I put this much money into this preventative measures. It's working. That's the minimum amount of money that I can, you know, put in that has this work. And then now it gets broken. So now they have to figure it's, it's another thing where they have to like it, it's money. There's money involved. There's there's just so many more aspects to especially subjects like this more so than just ah Twitch doesn't care. No. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a lot, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of things behind the things that they don't, you know, they're not going to tweet their entire fucking plan out, you know, or the business side of the plan. You know, there, there's things that are going on in the background that we don't know, but, don't necessarily need to know. But and like, as you we know, talked about Bungie at the top of the stream, like it's really easy for people, for a company to set things right, you know, get it just so, and then dramatically course correct too far and and then you, you know you've gone from just having like a few speed bumps to you know you've got a fucking you know, you have a wall right and you're like yeah. holy shit man nothing's working now could you geez twitch way to fuck things up it's like holy shit geez we're trying to fix this thing and, <laughs> and 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 there there are i'm sure they have to take care of uh accounting for ramifications um that would that would affect positive like content creators who are doing the right thing um that they if they make decisions that are too aggressive you know it potentially might have um unintended blowback so yeah you know that's that's i think that's one thing that twitch did this summer that is is uh good um they recently started doing some other stuff um in terms of you know well again i think taking action um to segue there was um uh, a report cited by billboard magazine um, sorry, not cited by, but uh, a report generated by Billboard magazine. Um, but it was uh, reported elsewhere that according to its report, Twitch and the National Music Publishers Association, the NMPA, are close to signing a music licensing agreement that would put an end to ongoing DMCA saga on the platform. I'm um, going to play so much death metal when this happens. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Well, yeah, so, okay, so my my question on this is, so say it goes through, say everything works out, all, all hunkadori. And they're the biggest offender in terms of um, DMCA claims. That doesn't necessarily free you up, though. It doesn't right? mean the DMCA will... Right. It just DMCA means the biggest... still happen. Exactly. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. It, so it's like, yeah. are you less likely, way less likely? Probably, since they're saying they're the biggest offender, probably. But like, it's not going to. I have a feeling, and more than a feeling, it's going to fucking happen. Whenever oh, yeah. this goes happen, Twitch is going to blow up and everyone's going to be like, oh my God, look at We can fucking stream whatever the fuck we want now. Music's free. Woo! Good job. That's all you're going to see. You're going to see it 
treated, and, we treated, and all the four shit. months later, four months later, then there'll yep. be another row on Twitter. And they're like, oh my God, how did I get banned? I thought we took care of this four months ago. That's exactly, yeah. we're saying yeah. it here now. This is what's happening. This is the future right now. <laughs> yes, 100%. Yeah. You can look into a crystal ball. People will be elated. They're going to tweet about it. They're going to go back to either doing what they're already doing with, with, you know, even more reckless abandon, or they'll like stop using, you know, um, copyright free music. Uh, they'll go away from things like Monster Cat and Harris Heller and um, and all and and NCS, and they'll go back to just streaming whatever they want off of Spotify. And the fallout will happen within weeks to months, where then people will get upset at Twitch and say they fucked up. And it's just oh, like especially especially the other companies. They're like, oh, they got a deal. Okay. Well, we just need to up our DMCA claims and then maybe we can get a deal too. Yeah. Well, and I, and, and there's different, um, I forget the name. There's a specific service that Twitch uses internally to scan for copyrighted content. That's why, uh, for those who are currently in violation, if they look at their VODs, they'll see that they're muted. Um, that's because Twitch has its own service running in the background. Um, it's a bit like, uh, what's it called? Grace note. How Gracenote is like this meta service, uh, or it's a service for metadata that basically when you, let's say you buy a new car, you you bought a new Chrysler, Lincoln, whatever, and like you're playing something um, off That's of fun. your, you're playing something off of your phone and it pulls up the, the information from the MP3 and has like all, it has the artist and the track and all that stuff there. Like... Gracenote is one of those things where it's keeping it keeps a log of like all that information. So it's just a database of like artist info um, like Twitch basically has the equivalent thereof uh, that is scanning VODs for DMCAable content and muting it preemptively. But that's just one one software. There are other softwares out there that that scan VODs and scan live you know videos uh, to 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 file claims. The thing is, what we don't know is whether this just is going to mean that the uh, whatever service that the NMPA is using, if they're going to just allow certain things to be hand waved, um, whereas there might still be other services out there scanning your content. Because remember, VODs, you know, if you're saving your VODs, they're, they're public domain. Um, they can be scanned and you can still be scanned real time um, as technology becomes more advanced, like more live DMCAs will start happening as they already have been happening. I just, I don't see that this is the nail in the coffin. I think it's just a release valve and things are going to get better for a little bit of time. But then people the only way I can see it getting truly better or significantly better than just like kind of a bandaid and let people get all hyped up about stupid shit is if this somehow rolled into um, a new a feature, you know, the Twitch uh, audio or some shit like the Twitch music, yeah. some shit that you can use that's based off of this new contract to where you can actually have, you know, decent music playing and it's from Twitch based off this. That, if that happened, that'd be fantastic. That'd be great. That'd yeah, be, that'd be really cool. Because then you know you're safe. You've got yeah, this, then you you've know got you're this safe. library of music. Um, for now. For well, now. I mean, you know you're safe because <laughs> even before when that guy was like, oh, I didn't know it, he didn't read the fucking thing. So, yeah. You know. It's, I gotta say, I've been watching a lot of streams this week. They're just listening to whatever the fuck they want still. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, there's like a handful. You guys are like the only people I know that stream non DMCA music. That's it. It just blows Do you continue mind. to do it, Humps? No, I don't. I, I still, no. I, no. 
I used to I used to do uh, DMCA to stream and music music to my ears, but I got tired of doing that, so I just listened to the DMCA stuff too. Yeah, that's what I do. I still have everything on Pretzel. I think uh, nowadays there's more and more like uh, DMCA free music coming out. Like uh, Senpai Records, Paracelo keeps keeps putting out stuff. Uh, I don't know if you saw that he done a, a deal with Phase to get um some well yep sorry you're right (laughs) to get some like up upbeat like some crazy tracks and the some of the snippets that i've heard it's pretty fucking good it doesn't obviously have vocals in it which i would prefer but it's still good music it's it's gonna gonna get better because i mean this is what he shifted to basically was music production he's he's back in that so like i mean obviously his his uh stream beats on spotify has absolutely done fantastic for him business-wise so i mean he was like a well of, shit i'm gonna go yeah. ahead and just full send this <laughs> a, a, a bit of a segue i think it was like two or three days ago he put out a, a video like showing the split of his money it's something like 80 percent of stream beats yeah which is which is why he was good for him moving to youtube you know he said absolutely. that because he now doesn't stream on twitch anymore either he moved yeah, over he a few months ago so he's, I mean, realistically, he doesn't need to stream anymore. Exactly. I mean, like he, even, so I mean, he only streamed like a few, a couple days a week anyway. Um, his streams were like anywhere between like three, because I'd watch him every now and then, three to six hundred people, which you know is a good, good amount of people. But like compared to like, and his he's building his house as well. Stuff and in that now, in that same video where he broke down his finances recently, he also shares when he was he was released from an NDA uh, with Twitch after you know he's no longer under contract with them and he broke down partnership uh, and how all that works um but he also was breaking down information that he could share about youtube um i think one of the things that people fail to recognize and and when i say people i just mean common bystanders like seeing this stuff circulate about like you know uh lupo's leaving and tim is leaving like you know should i leave too and it's like people often aren't really taking into account the metrics for how they would even then become successful on this other platform yeah. to, to get monetized on YouTube, you need 4,000 watch hours um, within I think it's a six month window. Something and like then, that, yeah. and you need to be monetized to start. You need a thousand subscribers. Um, so for most people, that ain't happening for a while. Like you would move to the platform and you would take no money. Whereas like if they're already affiliated on Twitch, they're still bringing in some money. But the thing is, is that like you technically it's against TOS to to be an affiliate on Twitch and stream. You can stream on Twitch and YouTube simultaneously if you are not affiliate. Um, but if you are getting paid by Twitch, you are not allowed to stream on like say Facebook gaming or trovo or you know wherever um and and i don't think that people are are really like self-educating about the requirements for what it would mean to actually get paid out on these other platforms uh it's not going to just be as simple as oh i'm going to switch from one to the other and then i'm going to start being successful and it it, it's not just a question of how many of my viewers are going to come along it's like yo you need fucking a thousand subs like you need a thousand people to go on your channel and Fucking like and subscribe, and then watch four thousand hours of content before you is that can why get. You can't advertise uh, OF. 
on Twitch because you can't stream on other platforms? No, Can I think you... that's just because it's no. sexual content. Oh, but I mean, are you allowed to, if you stream on OF, are you allowed to do that if you're an, also an affiliated and above on Twitch? Yep, you just can't do it at the same time. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think you can't put the same content on Twitch as you do on other platforms at the oh, same okay. time. That's they're, why like they're... people have to wait like 24 hours to cut oh, up the A lot of people YouTube do like video. the multi-stream, multi whatever that thing's called, where it'll yep. stream to like YouTube. Twitch, yeah, you can't do that. All these different places. If you're affiliate, yeah, that's that's the thing. But I mean, technically, okay. in theory, you could stream three days on Twitch and two days on YouTube as an affiliate. You can do that. Um, I follow a couple people that do that specifically. Um, yeah, I didn't clarify before. Multi-streaming is what you cannot do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so simultaneously being live on more than one platform at once, which sounds like a fucking nightmare to me personally, but, you know. Well, I mean, uh, it's probably not. I mean, yeah. Because they have, like, the, they have, like, like the bots that combine the chat, and so, yeah. like, it, it just, I think it's, I've seen one or two where the it gets confusing for, like, the, the viewers because they're like, who are you talking to? Because they don't yeah. see the other chat. Yeah. <laughs> well, even if you focus on that, there's, there's certain bots that even put a message in the other chat. Oh, shit. See, like, Jeez, X person wow. typed from YouTube, and it's like, it's a lot of work. Just focus on one thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe, maybe that's not a bad shout. I don't know. Maybe. I if mean, if you're just getting started now, it couldn't hurt to do simultaneous YouTube and Twitch and see which one. Yeah, I is mean, working better for you because, like, you can do multiple. Because I think those places will can even do multiples. You can give more than just two at a time because, like, you're only. It's not yeah. an effect on your PC. You're streaming to basically this place and then they're shitting it out to other places exactly <laughs> and so like it wouldn't even really hurt your like i don't think that'd be because i mean it's essentially diversifying not, your stream i, I mean if that's that your out from a bandwidth standpoint because you're streaming to multiple ingest servers like no, you're streaming to one service and then that service splits it into every other service yeah. so you're only streaming to one service yeah but they're sick but the signal you send them the band you like it like he's saying so say you're sending them 6k they have to split that 6k or copy it 6k and split that 6k up into two different but, places not but necessarily like, they could but take that and then send the 6k each way yeah yeah but, but it's just a stream but obs and... isn't running it's in like twitch when i stream no, when i go live program. i forget what it's called it's called um oh there's because there's through obs a, you can do multi-streams Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not through OBS. It's a third party. You stream just to this place and then they do it for you. I forget what it's okay. called. Okay. It's called Molly Stream. Molly Stream. It's literally I called it Molly Stream. For some reason, Decider was in my head, the place to find out where things are streaming, but like, I don't know why that was in my yeah. head. <laughs> anyway. Multistream.gg. Um, there you go. It's, uh, I, I, think, I think Twitch I is. <laughs> I think I think Twitch is is doing interesting things for the platform. I think they're trying to 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 take action in regards to, um, you know, this deal that they're trying to close with the NMPA, um, you know, with with taking legal action against um, the people responsible for the hate raids. Um, I think that they're trying. I think that they again, they're just reactionary. But as we spoke before, it's like it, it's there's you you're kind of in a position where you have to be reactionary because if something happens unexpected that you weren't planning on, that's all you can do. Yeah. Um, one of the only other new things that has kind of come out of the news this week regarding Twitch uh, was they started rolling out. Um, if you go under your Twitch dashboard, uh, so it would be under your dashboard and then settings and then affiliate or presumably partner if you're partnered. 
Um, you, there's now a new feature that's been added to your ads manager. If it's not there yet, it may be there soon. Uh, this was these new sets of features were um, first like talked about around like a week ago, week and a half ago, um, the, towards the start of the month, and it allows for automatically running mid rolls. Um, you can set the spacing and ad duration yourself. Uh, it also allows you to warn yourself, and you can even have a snooze um, on a scheduled ad. Uh, and basically. When I first went there under my page, I didn't have the feature. I, I saw screenshots that were available online of what it looked like. Um, and then when I actually checked yesterday evening before the podcast, it's there. Um, it is kind of cool. Um, so the way that it's going to work is right now, for, for people who didn't know, there is a feature that has existed where if you are running a channel and you are an affiliate and you have subscribers, you can choose to check or uncheck a box that says subscribers should also watch ads. Um, that box is checked by default. Um, so if you mess about with your ads manager and set um, like uh, mid-roll ads during your stream uh, at a set interval and then you choose the ad length, uh, those ads still will not show to your subscriber base, uh, which again would be another incentive to subscribe. Um, but you can... You can adjust the ad length of those mid-rolls anywhere from 30 seconds up to three minutes, and then you can set how often they reoccur. As you adjust these sliders, it'll also show you a, a visual timeline, and it'll also tell you what your ad density is per hour. So the goal is they are really trying to get you to run about three minutes of targeted ads per hour. Um, that is Twitch's recommended. Um, I think that's also to hit their hit their max CPM. Um, but in terms of how you do that is entirely up to you. I mean, in theory, you could set 30 second ads and just run them very frequently and eventually hit three minutes in an hour. Uh, or you could just run a single three minute ad, but it's going to be a mid roll that you don't really control the timing of unless you snooze it. If you use the Twitch dashboard, um, you can put it up as a quick action. Um, it basically just sits there with your other quick action panels. Uh, you can also set the notification for how early you want to be notified that something's going to happen before it happens. So you could set as low as five minute warning before the ad comes up. Um, you could set it, I think, as, as far out as like 10 or 15 minutes um, before an ad runs. I guess maybe you would do that if you had like a longer three minute block. Um, but if you ran two minute 30 ads in an hour, um, every half hour, that's your three minutes. And these do count towards turning off pre-rolls. So before, as we talked about on the podcast, um, Condi you know, mentioned himself that he would often run uh, a few minutes worth of ads at the start of his stream when he was just starting. And that would allow for no pre-rolls for X amount of time for the beginning of a stream for anyone who came in that wasn't a subscriber. This will do the same thing, um, but it will do it throughout the length of the stream. So it doesn't matter how long your stream is, if you're running um, up to three minutes and they don't have to be all three minutes at once, if it's three minutes within the hour, like I think every, it says every minute 30 seconds will delay pre-rolls for um, I think uh, 30 minutes. And then I don't have it in front of me, but the, like the th if you do a 30 second ad, it'll delay it I think for like 10 minutes. Um, so you're, you're still able to disable pre-rolls 
or people, but you don't have to front load the start of your stream. And it gives you the option um, to turn off the ad manager from kicking in until X number of minutes after the start of a stream. So you can go anywhere from a minute to 30 minutes. So that means if you go live 30 minutes into the stream, timer kicks in, it waits the set amount of time that you have. So if you have your spacing set to 30 minutes, your first ad would roll an hour into the stream, right? Because you're waiting 30, timer starts, another 30, ad rolls. Um, you could also just have it one minute. So like you'd go, hey guys, what's up? Uh, we're just chatting here today. And then after a minute, like it just rolls the ad. Um, so you choose when it starts. Uh, you don't choose when it stops because again, you're, you've just set the interval, but, um, but you can snooze it. So if you're just like, if you're in a game and there's like a clutch thing happening, I mean, I guess you'd have to, depending on how your setup is, you'd have to be in a position where you actually notice the, yeah. the alert <laughs> telling you. Um, but if that were the case, I also wonder too, it would be something worth testing. If this is something that if you're a moderator, you get a separate moderator panel um, for Ooh. a channel, you go to like uh Condi fly slash or like, you know, Sir Humps or cyber slash moderator. And we, you see a different page that actually has other features. I'm wondering if that would be a thing that is there. And if it's not, if it was, that would actually be really cool for your moderators to be able to say, okay, they're actually at the clutch part of a match. Um, we're going to just snooze that, you know, for like a few extra minutes. And then it rolls after the clutch part of the match ends yeah, or something. Dope. But mind you, your subs, as long as you leave it at the default settings, still will not see these. This is this is just randos who have either rated you or hosted you or you know stumbled across your channel would see these ads. But but by running the ads, you also are disabling pre-roll, meaning that they might come in and not see the ad to begin with. I like e. So I kind of like that. I just went ahead and set my shit up. So mine starts one minute because I have a I do about seven minutes of an intro. And so I have it one minute set right now, and then I have it every hour. So if uh, they miss, luckily for me, there's not too many clutch plays. So, uh, you know, I shouldn't have to worry about snoozing it. You know what I mean? Especially since I have to play with Gundy. I see. I'm still torn on this still. I have mine disabled right now. I have it turned off because I just, there's just, I guess this thing still inside me that worries if somebody's just watching and they see, oh, three minutes of ads. Are they just going to immediately click away? If they've been watching the stream and suddenly but you can make it thirty off. seconds. True, I know, but then I also, I, I, I and then know. disable ten minutes of, uh, and you're just a like little corner, you know, you you go up in a little corner, right, on these. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, you do because yeah. it's a mid roll. I, I don't know. I guess I still, even just a thirty second ad, and I mean, I, I'm, I, I don't like. I'm not saying what I'm thinking is right or wrong. I just have this little voice in me that's going, you know, if I've got ads set to run, every you know 30 minutes or every hour how many people are going to click away versus how much revenue is that actually going to get me but then also it's not the revenue it's also the pre-roll being disabled and bringing people in and I, I just if to me it feels like a balancing act and i don't know where to set the scales you know it's just the ad manager's cool. banners. that's all they need well they have ad they have them now. they have that well but i just keep those that's all you need but you can't you that's don't have the choice to have just banners it's either banners I'm and close. all the others or no banners. I don't know. I, uh, I, I Actually, I don't know that that's true because for um, it, stream display, if you go to your dashboard and then settings, and then affiliate, 
-huh. In the section for ads, this is where the ads manager is. At the very bottom, where it says stream display ads, those are the lower thirds. Those are the, the ad banners that pop yes. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's toggled, you could have the ad off. So, so here's the thing, uh, just as a clarifier, n n because we all here know it, but just for anyone listening or watching, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're not subbed to a channel, any channel you go to, irregardless of where you go, unless pre-rolls have been disengaged by the streamer because they've run ads already, um, or maybe they're a partner with a deal or something. But basically, you always see an ad when you go to a new channel, always, unless pre-rolls are disabled for some other reason. Um, so your advertising is always baked into Twitch. Um, so, but if you don't activate the ads manager, this new timed feature, effectively, you would never see an ad after the pre-roll if you never left the channel and you would, and, and the, and the streamer never manually tr triggers an ad, yeah. but you could still have these stream display ads, which still like count towards your ad revenue. And you could have that toggled on and those would still appear as a lower third that incrementally pops in from time to time. Um, so it is possible to do that um, without manually running an ad and without timing ads. But you will always have the pre-roll at the start unless yes. it was disengaged That's, by some other means. Yeah, sorry, if I wasn't clear, I, I, I just meant that, yeah, having the display ads unfortunately don't give you any ad free time they don't like you know if Correct. i press a button to run a mid roll they do count like for cpm me. yes sorry yeah 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 yeah. no uh I, I i just yeah i meant in the sense that yeah if you if i run a pre-roll a mid roll it disables pre-rolls whereas the stream display ads are just kind of there or yeah. not there they don't contribute to any ad free time um yep. i i don't know i think the ad manager's cool i i really do think it's a good idea i think for me i don't want to turn them on just yet because I, I i do worry about you know you get those people in the channel once they're in and they've sat through that pre-roll they don't have to see any more ads unless i press a button right which i typically don't right so they're in the channel my fear is that on the hour the three minutes are going to come in and viewership's going to half because people are going to leave right and that I, that might not happen it might not happen. don't run them don't run that density though I, I mean, just run, run, even, even still a 60 second ad, you know, or, or a 30 second or 90 second every half an hour still feels like one, a lot. I'm, I have a very short uh, attention span and I, I but, would, I would click off. Chances are, <laughs> that's what I'm we, saying. We, 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 calm down. Right. So uh, you're all living in the realms of what if the only way that you're going to figure that out is to do it, do it for one day. And see if if people leave. If they don't, then your anxiety is just getting the better. Hey, you can run a test, Condi. It's not like you're gonna fucking lose your channel for running. I know. A I couple that. days worth of. I appreciate that. Uh, I also think it's not and I would say if you really want a couple starts... days worth of cheese and coinage out of your followership, but you know. But if you if you go. did want to run, if you did want to ease into it, I I guess I just want to emphasize to 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 listeners and viewers out there. It is at your discretion. You could do a 30 second ad only once an hour on the hour. It, it could be as little. That is the bare minimum. Bare minimum is um, 30 seconds once an hour. If you enable it, a maximum is three minutes. You can't actually even go over. Well, you might no, actually you be able to go. Can you go over three minutes per well, hour? Three and a half no. minutes. Okay. You can do three but, minutes every eight minutes. <laughs> 
<laughs> in theory, if you wanted to. But that that's crazy. But the but I think the idea is that um, I look at it from the perspective of right now, aside from emotes and disabling pre-roll ads, subscriptions don't really have as much value depending on how you are looking at them. Like if you look at some people, some viewers, I think genuinely look at subs as it's the equivalent of paying a busker, you know, like you enjoy the service. I am, I like it. I want to support this person. I'm paying this person. Even if I didn't get emotes, I still want to pay them the $5 a month because I appreciate the community they've built, the service they provide, the content they produce. There are viewers. That's, that's their goal, right? Um, there, I think there are some viewers who will subscribe to a channel just so they don't have to get an ad. And there's some people who will subscribe to a channel just because they have a fucking cool range of emotes. But I also think there's plenty of people who are like, well, I don't really care about emotes and I'm supporting the person by being here as a viewer and I'm regularly interacting in their discord and in chat. Like, but uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know, uh, maybe I have the, maybe I have the $5, but I'm, I'm just, I don't feel so pressured to spend it. Um, like this actually incentivizes subs from the standpoint of giving them value. I don't think subs right now have a lot of value. I think you could be an integral and active member of a community, but you don't need to be a sub mm -hmm. and that's fine. Twitch, Twitch is still a free place to like come hang out and watch content. But like, if you're going to leave a place that you enjoy, if you enjoy the, the person you're watching and you enjoy the banter and you enjoy the community that's there in chat and you enjoy the content that's being generated and you're going to leave because like you can't bear to watch a 30 second ad like i don't know that any form of social media is for you because every time you use anything you're look i mean ads are just there like to me to me i think it it makes it gives subs value again um, whereas I don't think they really had a lot of value before. I agree. Yeah. Uh, like I say, it's, yeah, it's Connie, just, uh, it's hey, I think it's a valid concern. I think it's, uh, no, I mean, and it, it is a valid concern. I mean, cause Grog, I mean, Grog is absolutely right. But then at the same time, I mean, you make you make a point too. I mean, it, it can and will most likely affect, uh, people's, um, viewership a little bit i mean because i mean if i'm clicking on someone new new and there's like a 30 second ad i'm not sticking around on someone new new um if i'm already in there i don't know i'll probably hang out because i'm already there um but i think i think getting rid of the pre-roll is more important than seeing an ad once i'm already there because i i will click away on someone new if there's an ad but if i'm already there i won't you know what i mean hmm. Exactly. I think there's more people than we realize that actually will stay. I think the fe I think the fear is outweighing the reality. Because um, like the other day, I was watching a channel. Um, they wanted to raid someone new, small streamer. This is a person who was who was broadcasting to like uh, 2,500, 3,000 people, and they're like, "We're gonna go raid somebody small. We're gonna go blow up their channel. Like, let's let's go, you know, do this." And you know what? We raided. Person seemed pretty nice. I dropped him a follow. Will I probably watch the channel again? Not necessarily, but you know what? That follow doesn't cost me anything. Yeah. I, 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 that's how I've also started looking at YouTube. If I watch a single video from a person and I just enjoy it, like where I got something useful out of it, I'm now subbing to their channel because I'm not looking at it now as it having costed me anything. 
I know that, that as a content creator, how much value comes with those metrics. Those metrics will eventually translate to, oh, you've got X amount of followers. Well, now we might consider you uh, for sponsorship. You know, like, so this guy, he was broadcasting like maybe 15 people, fucking like 3,000 people entered his channel. And I left him tabbed up while I was doing stuff for like another five hours. Because you know what? He was fine. But like, I mean, dude, I know that that guy is going to fucking kill it this month in his numbers. And I guess what I'm saying is that like, is it a very real fear that people will get a 30 second ad and turn away? Yeah. But I also think there's plenty of other people out there who like get it and like understand that this is that this may not just be a hobby for people and that people are trying to grow. And especially anyone else else here that is growing. I think we of all people understand how important those things are. So when I see somebody big, you know, raid someone small or if I even just see a, a friend raid a friend, I just keep that window there because I know I know it's counting and I refresh it making sure that I count as a fresh viewer. Well, so. I mean, that's all. I mean, that's true. Absolutely. But at the same time, I mean, it, it's a little bit of, like, I call it the, the waitress perspective mm. um, in terms of like tipping, you know, you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. It's like, cause like my sister, she, she's been a waitress uh, for a while. And so she's like, you know, she, she's, she's that person. We go to a, re a, a re restaurant. She's like, I understand everything, so I'm going to leave a big ass tip because I know what's going on. No I matter how many yeah, no matter how many streamers there are, and there's a lot, and every time we look at numbers, it gets more and more and more. No matter how many there are, there's still going to be vastly more viewers that may not understand that particular aspect of it. And I'm not saying that they do or don't or don't care. You know, there's so many different aspects of it, you know, going into just like what you want to watch and whatnot. But, you know, it's just it's just interesting to talk about. Yeah. Here's the, the, the thing, and I just, I'm playing devil's advocate, right? In theory, you could always do this, right? You can have a button on your dashboard. I do. That you can click and it'll run a minute or a minute and a half or three minutes. And if you wanted to, six months ago, you could have just had a little timer on your phone or whatever and pressed the button to run the ads. Did it, How many of you guys did that? Like yep. regularly on the hour ran ads by pressing a button on the dashboard. Not I only hour. push it start. That's the only time I've ever dealt. I ever deal with it. It was just like if start. I would go to Me the bathroom too. or something like that, I would hit it and I would go. I've I done have that. done that once or twice, but I would say once or twice, but it's it's rare for me. I think yeah. that for me, it's rare, only... too. I'd say maybe once every like 10 streams, I think, to do it even even more. So I made a channel point redemption to take the guilt out of it. <laughs> so I made a channel point redemption says run an ad. Yeah. And like and it's like a, it's not like crazy low but it's like a few hundred points and it's just like you know what chat will see that so and so requested i run an ad i'll run an ad and like i i do it guilt free because it's like i'm just i'm just out honestly that's actually pretty good because like, like it's actually good but as long as i've had it it's been redeemed like five times in like a year hey, so like it's more than you probably would have pushed the button that's the thing is that i actually like me personally i like this ad manager thing from a scheduling standpoint, because I set it so that I'll hit the three minute CPM for like the, the hour. And I set it so that it starts when I want it to and I have it set up so it, it can snooze the way I want it to. Because I know personally, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to remember to do it. I just yeah. won't. So that's the um, difference then I was saying is that, you know, you, you the reason you weren't running ads regularly during a stream is more because you weren't remembering to do it and not because... Yeah. You know, you were just didn't want to run an ad. 
he feels yeah, scummy. Because that's it. Because so, I, I felt I would feel weird, particularly if, especially if I'm, I, I don't know. I, this is like a mental block I get over for me personally. And again, I'm absolutely no shade. Run your stream however you want to run your stream. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not saying one way is better than the other. But for I'm me, I'm just saying you're a piece of if shit. If I'm, if I'm actively at my PC streaming and doing the thing, I feel weird about hitting the ad button. And I've had people in chat say, what the fuck? I've got nine ads to watch. Like, and because you run three minutes of ads and it'll play like, you know, potentially a lot of ads. And I don't know. For me, the ad manager doing it automatically, yeah, it's great. I still just don't know if I want to do it. And I, and so, I don't think I will. I don't think I will. So here's a question, right? If you had to leave, like to go and grab something to eat, do you feel guilty about hitting the ad button? No, if I'm if I'm gone, if I'm not at my desk, I don't really do it, but I I would do it. I, I don't I don't feel that's, like that's, that's a big deal. It's not the question that I asked. If you were getting up and you weren't there, would you feel guilty about an ad running? Maybe a little, to be honest. Maybe a little bit. Even even though people aren't missing any content. Yeah, because I still think a lot of I I, I again. I, I don't know if I'm right or not, but I think there are some people on Twitch that are going to look at that and go, he's running an ad. That's kind of like a sellout move. And even if I'm not there, they're they're thinking, oh, he's just trying to get money in his pocket, right? Which we know that You're that means nothing. not... You are a sellout, Condi. This is your fucking business. You need... So you want the guy you want the you want the viewer that would come in and be like no. oh this guy's a sellout exactly so, so, so think of it exactly. this way right think of it as a, if, think of it as a condi community filter if, if you think about it this way right if you got up and you had to go and make yourself something to eat we all know that you're doing this full time now right let's say there was a six or an eight hour window you physically had to get up go to the bathroom eat something right why is that any different from you being in the middle of a game and an ad running because answer answer the question don't because if i'm not in the room then they're fi they're physically not missing anything it drives me yeah. fucking exactly. mental. if i'm watching a exactly. youtube video and a mid-roll pops up it's so annoying sometimes yeah. and exactly. i don't know but if I, it's did like, you, oh, did hey, you, welcome did you stop YouTube. watching the video though? <laughs> but here's the thing: if a mid roll comes up on YouTube, did well, you no, stop on YouTube watching the video? On YouTube, nine times out of ten, you skip after five seconds. Yeah, but and you still YouTube's, got the interruption. That's what Twitch But needs. on YouTube, I'm not missing anything because the video goes right back to where it was. I'm not missing any moments, and that's true. It, it picks up right there. Yeah. So, so you're not missing any moments. So you, when you're out going get like taking a piss or whatever and grabbing like a pancake, then you're not missing anything. So how is that? like a bad thing to do if you like quickly set something up on your stream deck as soon as you press that brb right it, it's got a little sub action where it'll play oh yeah him setting uh, some listen, uh, brb that'd be easy i'm not saying it's a bad thing to do by any stretch of the imagination i'm really not i'm just thinking i don't know i've always been kind of against having ads on my channel if i had a button that could just turn off all ads and i get zero ad revenue i'd press it in a heartbeat because obviously the revenue is nothing. I know that that's yeah. unrealistic. Twitch needs ads. There will always be pre-rolls. I understand that. It's not the world we live in, See, for me though, more likely, if I need to go, oh, hey, I need to just go and grab a drink from downstairs, run to the bathroom. I'm going to be gone for like a minute tops. I'm going to play the channel trailer or something instead, most uh, likely. Yeah, yeah. I have, a, I have a question for you, Condi, and, and this isn't, because um, at this point, I don't want to feel like, I don't want you to think that like you're being dogpiled on, but I, I have a question because you, you, out of all of us, have had the most sponsorships. 
So I'm 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 curious genuinely what separates this for you from say just being an affiliate sponsor with whatever. I mean you're you're still like I I guess the you've you've said things like selling out and I I guess I'm just interested in the um the the stance of like this is wanting a space kind you can talk to us. Wanting <laughs> to distance wanting to distance yourself from the idea that you were pushing anything onto someone that they didn't ask for versus you have chatbot commands that periodically promote, you know, things that you've had in the past um, that just come up and they just, you know, you have a chat blurb every, you know, 30 minutes for, you know, gamer subs or whatever. And it's like, it's still, I mean, you know, like, I it's guess still an it's, an yeah. it's, it's interesting to me where the line is because if if the end goal is to get partnered and to get sponsored, because sponsorships are going to bring you money and potentially, you know, drive revenue towards you via discounts that are forwarded onto your viewers, then there's still a business transaction happening. There's still a I'm I'm giving up part of my exposure to promote something else. Um, is this not the same as like Artesian or Gamersups or you know like? I'm so, actually with Condi now. I, I've swapped sides. I'm listen, uh, Team Condi. I traitor! Wanna it, I want to make Fucking it clear. Right? <laughs> when I say, like, sellout, I am not in any way, shape, or form saying that somebody who runs an ad on their stream is a sellout. I, I don't think that's that. exactly what you're saying. I'm and I'm not taking the piss out of you. Cyber, I'm going to kick you back out of this call, all right? <laughs> like, I am uh, just trying I'm, to I'm play I'm the devil's the advocate. <laughs> I am more than happy to be on the other side of this, right? For the sake of the conversation, because I think it's important. I feel like you make a fantastic point doing sponsored and things like that. I mean, uh, we did a, I did a charity stream for Games for Love recently and I fucking regularly throughout that whole stream was playing videos advertising the charity because that's what we were there to do that day, right? Yeah. Now, the same things with like brands that I'm partnered with that will have like a chat command or something. Yeah, I appreciate they come in there as well. I think the difference in my mind is that A... A chat command or a little comment like hey use code condifly is less intrusive to a viewer than an ad literally taking over the whole screen and taking over their audio particularly on twitch because we all know there's about five ads that run on a loop so you know them all fucking word for word and it, i mean it, it annoys me like i can't tell you if i'm sitting watching a stream and i'm like oh this person went live I'll click over to the stream there's an ad running oh okay well i'm either not gonna watch or i'm gonna tab back over to the first streamer until i get bored again and then go back over once that ad's played and gone right i feel like it's less intrusive plus i have that control to be like hey i've partnered with this brand that i you know have made the active choice to say yes i'm gonna happy to advertise that in some way shape or form obviously an ad running on twitch could be an ad for anything you know it's not necessarily the control again i don't think for a second that there's a right or wrong answer here i don't i am just I know myself as a person with a short attention span, seeing an ad is likely going to make me click away. And maybe not. If I really like the streamer, if I like the creator, if I'm part of the community, yeah, I'm going to sit through an ad. I don't care. If I like the streamer so enough, I'm probably going to be subbed and not going to see the ad anyway, right? But if I if it's somebody that I want to support and I want to, to hang out with, then yes, if they're, you know, and, and there's an argument for, well, if you don't want people to leave, make sure your content's good enough so that they don't click away during an ad, right? That's obviously an argument as well. I just have this fear of 
the the sort of overwhelming uh zoomer <laughs> short attention span audience that could be coming in and I, I i i understand they've already had to go through a pre-roll and that pre-roll is maybe keeping a lot of those people out anyway but i just i i don't know so i just don't know where i sit on that you know and i think that right now it's not broke so i don't want to fuck with it you know <laughs> i don't well, I mean I don't also i mean you have to think about it like having having this ad management that, that's cool and you can decide to take pre-rolls out permanently or whatever and you can just kind of but if you just leave it be i can see just leaving it be too because like if you think about it all of us and 99.9 percent of everyone on twitch that's going to be now having access to this ad management um you know it the ads don't benefit us you know what i mean like we're talking pennies um i think i think eve busted out uh 25 cent once uh, yeah um, but remember when she was giving those numbers that wasn't her hitting three minutes per hour like th this was trying okay, to remember on this off times but you know what i'm saying like i don't think that we really have the like for our viewer base i don't think we have a good representation of what the numbers are if we were trying to hit the three minutes an hour well that's what i'm saying like but our viewer base is the top one percent of twitch you know what i mean like that most people on Twitch don't have enough viewers to where they can okay. actually manage the ads to where like, oh, if I can now I can actually get rid of all these. But I'm actually, you know, I'm getting three minutes of like thousands of people watching this ad. Like, yeah, that's going to give me a little bit more than 25 cents. So business business side of it, whether I manage it or not, it's not going to benefit me monetarily. The only thing that it could possibly benefit is maybe turning off pre-rolls so that's where connie's like i don't know where it's going to benefit me because it's not he's not looking at the monetary side of it because he knows it's not going to help him monetarily so it's no i'm not <laughs> not shit on you guys. <laughs> but you know it's not going to help him monetarily so it's it's more just like well now i have to figure out the the least intrusive way to uh have this managed to where I can maximize my time on screen without affecting people so much in terms of just showing up or being there for a little bit. So I, I see where his mind's at. I'm on Team Condi. What can I say? Always have been, honestly. I, I don't. Uh, listen, I'm not. I don't want to try and guilt you to switch over the fence. I, I again, I just want to play. I, I'm not even necessarily saying I agree with any of the things that I'm. They're coming out of my mouth right now. I just want to be on the other side of it to kind of have the conversation because ads have always been kind of a sensitive issue on Twitch. People don't like seeing ads when they the uproar when Twitch started just pushing forced mid-roll ads, and I, I don't know. I guess there's just a part of me that's like, hey, if I can just try and not have I think ads that uproar, as much as possible. I think that uproar had less to do with like mid-roll ads just rolling. I, I, some of it did, don't get me wrong. I think more of it had to do with the fact that people didn't feel like they had a choice in it. Yeah, I think that that's I think that was it was a more again, it was a moral outrage. I don't think it was really about the act of what was happening so much as the fact that they didn't have a choice in it. But if you have a choice, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I see I, I, I totally see your point. And, and I and I appreciate that Twitch makes it a hard thing to decide specifically because by rolling these 30 second or one minute or one minute, 30 seconds, or if you're a maniac choosing to roll all three minutes at once, 
um, that like when that happens, you are then disabling pre-rolls, which then help you, which then help your viewers. Um, they've made it a tough choice because they didn't just make it about mid-rolls are going to happen no matter what. This is mid-rolls can happen if you choose, and it does help you both ways. You you are going to make some ad revenue. It's not going to be a lot. But like, you know, as you grow, it does matter. Um, you know, like the um somebody that I follow for Apex, uh, no Cocoa Puffs, he runs um he runs a a, a three-minute ad. Sometimes even a six minute ad if the if the predator queues are long, he'll run like a three minute ad at the start of every hour. Um, and he's been doing it manually. And he's just like, well, I'm sitting in a queue. I'm not doing anything. I might be here, but I'm not like really doing anything. The queues take yeah. forever at predator rank. He's like, I'm, you know, and he he is upfront with people. He's like, you know, if you guys, if that's a problem, that's fine. But like, honestly, in the four or five hours I sat in his channel the other day, his numbers didn't go down. Like as a result, like he's been doing that since forever. If anything, his viewership has actually been going up over time. And I, I, I think it's just one of those things where there isn't a right or a wrong. You just try it for yourself and whatever works. I mean, I just think at the end of the day, though, we're going to have less of a choice going forward in the future with this platform because ads are going to come back into the mix. It's like Twitter. Twitter resisted being monetized for the longest time. Twitter is still a free platform, but in terms of like having any ad revenue, any ad ads and promoted content shoved at you, Twitter resisted that for the for years. And like now you see promoted content all the time because eventually you can't run a free service without advertising. It just doesn't work. And we don't live in an age where people want to pay for social media. People want social media to be free. TikTok should be free. YouTube should be free, like all of this should be free. And then the benefits that come with it, the perks that come with it, um, those are the things we pay for. So you people pay for YouTube premium to get rid of ads. People pay for Twitch subs so they don't have ads and they also get emotes and they also, you know what I mean? Like, I think that is still the fundamental current that runs through all of this is that I just look at it as it gives subs more value again, whereas I never really felt they had a value before because people could watch you and why would they sub to you unless they were a person who had a, a moral obligation that they felt like they owed you something for your time and effort and therefore they wanted to support you in that way. But some people still want to support you and they'll just watch, but they don't, they're not being given a reason to actually like sub. I think yeah. the only way that Condi for you to uh, take hold of this is something that you're not going to be able to do. And that is manually. Um, that's the only thing I can think that you could meet all your requirements of getting rid of your pre-rolls. And also at the same time, just try to think of what, maybe set an alarm um, once an hour just to kind of or just kind of keep an idea. So if you're in queues for trials or queues for Apex or bath, someone's on it, you're waiting for somebody. You can just be like, all right, well, you know. And then, then at that point, and you're not going to do that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I, 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 I'm <laughs> yeah. going to be, I'm going to be totally honest. For me personally, yeah. I'm just going to leave this disabled for now. Yeah, I, um, I figured. I agree with Grog. Ads are just the thing that never goes away. It's always going to come back in another form, eventually. Uh, and um, you know, sooner or later, I'm sure 
people will be more or less forced into doing this. I mean, they already do this for their top end partners. It's in the contract that they have to have ads running automatically every X amount of minutes or whatever, yep. right? So that's all kind of, I'm sure, coming. Um, I think for me right now, it's not broke. I'm not going to fix it. I'm kind of happy with how things are. I don't want to fuck with it too much. I'm, I'm just, you know, I, I'm, I'm just kind of going to leave it as it is, see what happens. And you know what? In the future, if it, this becomes a thing that everybody's just using on the platform, then I'll look at it again then. But I'm going to be just leaving it off for now. I think that's yeah, that's my thing. But I mean, I'd be very interested to see, you know, if, if you guys are, are setting this up. If any of us sellouts well, will no, I, I just uh, suffer see from it what's your thoughts on it has it made any notable difference in i've done nothing weeks, we've all weeks? told you we haven't done anything <laughs> i've been streamed in two months so <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow i'll let you know tomorrow. i set mine up i set up a minute 30 i've every streamed a whole three times in the past two months <laughs> I, i'd like I'm gonna, to in, i'm gonna give it a shot weeks, and and i i, I want to know in a few weeks if you think that's made any difference we all know you know twitch one day can be vastly different to the other so you know I, if you're gonna run it for a few weeks you know, I will, I will take your feedback and, and think about it from there. But, you know, I, I just, I think it's I'm going to, I'm going to stick to my guns on this one. I, I just am for now. I, I just you should, I think you should. I think you should, honestly. Yeah, I'm going to, let's go. You I'm actually what? changing, now, I'm changing it right that, now. Fuck you. Now I'm doing it. Cause you, <laughs> cause you told me to, I'm you setting got, up right now. Do you now. see how he treats me? Do you see how he treats me? I show him nothing but support. <laughs> love and friendship and he just acts like that this is what a, this is the kind of connie that i deal with on the can daily I, this is the side of connie you don't can i propose something see. pumps has tattoos connie has tattoos i propose you both get a matching tattoo that is just a <gasps> gaslight uh if you like, can schedule, bro bro this descent bro bro a lamppost bro. Bro, let's do it. I said, bro, enough. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Fuck yeah. That get us a sh get us a shop. We'll go get we'll go get tattoos one day. One hundred. I'll get I'll get Dale on it. She knows the tattoo. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Get a gas Hell lamp yeah. because that's all you guys do is just gaslight each. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. True. That's fine. It'll be a big gas lamp tattooed on my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My yeah, calf. <laughs> my tabia <laughs> anyway i think that about does it for today um thank you for the the insight of the conversation as always is a pleasure you're welcome cyber where can everyone find you on the internet and um what have you got coming up this week i don't know what my fucking handles are i haven't said it in three months <laughs> uh, on holy cyber on everything uh twitch twitter um this week oh, uh. i'm gonna focus i'm straight money's tight um, this week I am going to be doing mostly, um, like stream graphics and stuff like that, reaching out to a lot of people. Um, I've got to make some money. Um, so <laughs> I am going to be segueing into, um, the business side of things rather than streaming. Plus the internet here is garbage. Um, I am currently on Wi-Fi, so I've got a dongle and, uh, we all know that's shit. So I am speaking to, um the the management company here and i'm saying i i'm gonna be the only one with wired internet i want it and i'll do it myself if uh if you let me because literally there's a cupboard right there and on the other side of it is where the the, the server is so right. i could literally drill a hole through the wall and drag in a cable and uh i'm gonna do it 
So, apart from that, that's it. I'm going to be playing some games for you guys, hopefully. Uh, if, if the PC will allow me. <laughs> All right. Hope so. Grog, where can everyone find you? I stream five days a week at twitch.tv slash grogmode. Um, Monday through Thursday, it's just me. And then on Saturdays, I do a co-stream with my wife, my wife. Um, Arcade Riot. Um, we uh, She's back from vacation, so we'll be playing more Unraveled 2 um, on Saturday. But then this week, um, I think I'm going to start Hellblade. And I'm also going to be hopefully doing some Apex once they get the servers sorted. Um, our buddy CK has said that thinks that there's a way that you can do it without crashing up until they fix the patch, but I'll test this theory out. In any event, uh, I stream a lot of shooter games, and I usually rotate in like a single-player game here and there. So uh, you can also find me on other platforms like TikTok, uh, Twitter, and uh, Instagram at Gamer underscore Grog. Cool. Humps. Hello, I am Sir Humps. This is the, that's the name of this lovely voice you've been listening to. Um, I, uh, I stream, you can find, you, you can find me Sir Humps everywhere except for twi Twitter. You can add an underscore and then you'll find me there. Um, if you were to just type in Sir Humps, you'd probably still find me because the only real one's banned or some shit. Any long ass story. Don't worry about it. Um, I like playing Destiny. I'll be streaming trials and stuff. That's kind of what I do. Um, uh, uh, this week I have plans of, I've got a lot of things going on. A lot of big things will be. I keep saying that my, we're getting there, bro, um, but, bro, 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 bro. Um, but I do want to say real, real quick. I want to. I want to borrow the stage for my wife real quick. Um, she is. Uh, she just had her birthday. Happy birthday to my wife. Hey, um, happy birthday to no, that's, you. That's, that's, that's trademark. That's trademark. You can't. You can't. Um, but uh, she, um, her business, she sells nail polish. Uh, they go on your fingers like stickers, but it's 100% nail polish. Pretty dope. Colors, designs, all the good stuff. If you're in the United States or Canada, she's doing a ball and ass sell. Um, right now, um, I, if you're in chat, I put a link right there if you guys want to check that out. United States, Canada, really cool nails. Um, check it out. And uh, yeah, so that's all I got. Condi, what's going on with you? Not too much. Um, I Yeah, you can find me, Condi Fly, everywhere. Um, going to be trying to focus more on YouTube this week. Uh, we'll still probably knock out some streams, but um, I am way behind on YouTube uploads, so I'm going to be focusing on that. Uh, and really, I'm going to just be sitting alone in my room in the dark playing Valheim because I'm obsessed with that game again. Um, so that's going to be that's going to be my kind of my week. More importantly, please check out the podcast if you've been listening on any of the audio platforms. We do this live on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash/zero-strategy-podcast. The link will be in the description. Or if you're watching on Twitch and you think you maybe learned something or found something useful or helpful, then uh, please consider going over and checking out the Spotify and YouTube. We have all our previous episodes up on there um, with various different topics that might be of use. Thank you very much for listening. I'm sure we'll be back next week. Um, but we're going to go raid someone, so please stick around for that. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. bye.